Hi, guys, and welcome. I'm Kat. And I'm Mike. This is HGTV Obsessed. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Me more. We're here, HGTV Obsessed. Yeah, it makes me feel better. (laughs) So we're so excited to have Dan Levy and Natasha Leggero on. They are hilarious. So House Hunters, comedians on couches, unfiltered on Discovery Plus, has amazing guests like Seth Rogen, Ali Wong, John Mulaney, a whole list of people. And really, they are all saying what we've been thinking about House Hunters this whole time. So... I mean, I feel like we're not afraid to say it in the comfort of our own home. Right. This is a now we TV show. someone is voicing. It's a voice for America. And guys, I know for me, this is a very long name. House Hunters, comedians on couches, unfiltered. But just think of this. It's House Hunters. And it's just comedians yeah. sitting on couches, yeah. talking smack about yeah. what they really think. I mean, when I was pregnant, I feel like we watched those House Hunters shows and then just kind of critiqued everything and everyone. House Hunters International, I think, was very funny, too. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did House Hunters International. We were big on that one, yeah. There were some weird <laughs> stories on that one. <laughs> People travel, like, across the country to be with someone they haven't even, like, met in person. Yeah, that was a crazy one. Would you do that for me? I was just thinking, and no. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Because the beauty of you is in person. You know, I'm going to just take that as a compliment, but really, uh, I'm not buying it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to write that one down. Remember that forever. Oh, no, I love you. No, it's okay. Anyway, so. (laughs) I feel like also this show is perfect for this time that everyone's experiencing. It was so lighthearted when I was watching it. Yeah. I was A, cracking up, and B, I don't know. I don't know if I've been the only one. Like, I feel like I don't have that many friends during this <laughs> pandemic. Like, it was so sad. I went to go get my nails done. And the only person I could think of to call was my mom. And she's like, I'm busy. I got to go. And I was like, I have no one else to go get their nails done with me. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, all you had to do was ask. Babe, I, would, I, I didn't even think about asking I, you. I would have been there. Yeah, I would have oh, been there. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay, but now you know. You know, we actually did, got our nails done together when I was pregnant to try to induce labor because the baby <laughs> would not come out. So apparently when you like massage the feet. I can't get my feet massaged. No, he was like. Kicking. I was kicking the lady in the face. It was bad. <laughs> I'm not he kidding. He got one pedicure one time and he let them paint his toenails. And I look over. Oh, and yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, they, I thought it was they put the, the gloss. Process. They put the gloss stuff on the. I think. We have a new Mike and Kat, me pretending to be you at, at the pedicure shop. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The pedicure shop. What the, <laughs> the hell is a pedicure shop? <laughs> Anyways, you know who they should have on the show? Us. Snoop Dogg. <gasps> that would Wait, be f- him hilarious. and Martha Stewart, just oh, like oh as. My oh my gosh. Let's go. Oh my gosh. You're welcome, Dan. You're welcome, Natasha. Are we producers? I think so. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Get me a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So without. Is it without any further ado or without further ado? But without any ado left, let's roll the clip. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Without any ado. No ado here. Drum roll. You know Michael's a drummer, so you could actually do a beat on the desk. Not with your mouth. I like that better. Okay. Anyways, let's get into the podcast. Here we go. (laughs) Dan and Natasha, welcome to HGTV Obsessed. We are huge fans. I am probably, I'm a really bigger fan, I think. I mean, I'm a pretty big fan, so. I think you guys are so funny. Your camaraderie and how you bounce off, I just, 
it's so good. Well, one of the great things about the comedy world is that we've all known each other forever and we're all kind of part of this group of people who see each other weekly and, you know, we're always, well, in the before times, we were always going up at the clubs and, mm. you know, so I think Dan, I think Dan might've given me my first job in Hollywood. This might be like 22 wow. years ago. <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. <laughs> That's funny. Remember I was like doing a quick change in the subway? <laughs> yeah, the good old days. <laughs> what did you do for that? They did a bunch of stuff. They were doing stand-up shows at the improv and they started just doing like basically a uh, lo- lot of like sketches and we would do a lot of like hitting camera stuff. And that's what it was. I forget what the bit was, but involved Natasha and she had to do a quick change. So I'm not sure what it was. It was maybe 25 years ago. <laughs> yes, it was a very, very long time ago, but it was still easier than trying to figure out how Zoom audio works. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and I, you know, we've been friends since and we'd always go see each other. You know, we'd see each other at the clubs and then we started sending each other Zillow listings and, you know, just kind of always comparing and making fun. And then Dan decided to make it a show at Largo one night, me, him and John Mulaney. And uh, people really loved it. And it kind of morphed into this show. Wow! So for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, in your own words, what is House Hunters, Comedians on Couches, Unfiltered? It's about the title. It's all about the title. Um, it's, as we've said before, it takes longer to say the show's title than it is to produce an episode. <laughs> House Hunters, wait, there's more. It's a big one. <laughs> every, every season, we're going to add another two words. That's going to be the plan. <laughs> well, the, the unfiltered, well, so first of all, it starts, you know, House Hunters, Comedians on Couches, you know, Dan and I asked our friends to help us do this. It was like right in the middle of the pandemic. So we all kind of did it from home with this amazing new technology. Um, but, uh, you know, we got everyone we asked, we made this like list and like everyone we asked did it. You know, we had uh, Ali Wong, Chelsea Peretti, Seth Rogen, you know, Margaret Cho, um, John Mulaney. He's, John's done probably more episodes than anyone because <laughs> he was in the first <laughs> yeah. season too. So yeah, it's just been, it was just such a fun way to connect with our friends. And we were all kind of doing this kind of behavior anyway, yelling at yeah. the TV. We're all kind of going crazy right now. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically the show is just us watching House Hunters with our comedian friends making fun of it as it goes. And as Natasha (laughs) said, I mean, that's all the show is. And it's truly the best job ever. (laughs) There are 600,000 episodes of House Hunters. Wow. There might be 600,000 seasons. (laughs) Yeah, we've come come to terms that we're going to be doing this TV show for the next 60 years. And we're fine with that because... It's pretty fun. But but yeah, what, what Natasha said, what's really cool is technology is they basically like have like a similar to what we're doing now, but there was essentially like a, a Zoom, you know, digital TV studio. So Natasha and I are there, you know, we pull in a guest and then we're able to all watch House Hunters together um, in real time. And we just watch it and just make fun of it. And then, you know, everyone loves something that doesn't take a lot of time. You know, people love not working too hard. So it's the kind of thing where you could just watch the show and then be like, all right, later. And then that's it. And then next person comes on. So like, obviously, uh, you know, you guys, like you mentioned, work working with Ali Wong, John Mulaney, Seth Rogen, you know, you guys are obviously a household name and comedy as well. What was it like? (laughs) Obviously. Uh, I mean, tell us more like what it was like working with those guys on the show. Everyone loves house hunters. So to be able to sit in your couch and just make fun of house hunters with people you like and your friends, it's kind of, why not? Probably the most surprising thing to me was what a gigantic fan Seth Rogen was. 
we, we invited all of our comedy friends who love sort of HGTV and the house hunting world. You know, we, that's how we said, oh, this person would be great for, but we had no idea how into it Seth was. He was all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think people love house hunters so much? What, what is it about it? Like every show has that special thing. What is it about house hunters? House hunters is so unique because it's not just about the houses themselves are fun to make fun of. Like, you know, we're kind of over making fun of pop culture. Now it's like, oh, making fun of like these inanimate objects. Is like, <laughs> you know, right. Choices that or you know, at least it's the choices that people made. But then it has this House Hunters has this other layer of like, sometimes, you know, from the very beginning, like who's going to be in charge and who's the dynamics between the couples are like, you know, so fun to watch. <laughs> yes. It's like a soap opera. But I really think what's so fun about House Hunters is that people love their own opinions, you know? Right. And when you're watching that show, your opinion matters so much to you as you scream into the TV. So you have such, you have, you're so invested in this because these people are making the biggest purchase of their life. And if they don't do what you want them to do watching it, all hell breaks loose. And I feel like that's everyone's experience, no matter who you are. You know, that's how you feel watching the show. We're like, how did you go with house number three? Are you insane? <laughs> Well, because buying a house is one of the biggest decisions of your life, you know? So it we get to witness the dynamics between a couple making this decision and then all the aesthetic stuff on top of that. So I, I just feel like, you know, it it's just so fun. And, and then I you realize when you're watching the show, you're sort of like, wait a minute, these people shouldn't buy a house. They need to break up. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you feel like the stereotype of like the whole, like when they sh they show what the people do is true, like the whole, like, you know, this guy catches butterflies for a living and she paints pictures of, you know, whatever, you know, like the whole, like, <laughs> how are they buying a $3 million house? Yeah, when they first introduced them, you're like, this isn't a real job. This guy can't be a professional roller skater. But then when you meet the guy, you're like, oh no, he is. That's 100% his job. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the ones you've seen so far. For By the way, let me just say, your dynamic is she's in charge. I can already yeah. tell. Listen, I'm all right. right when you that. said that, I was like, trust man, me, it's trust probably me. me. <laughs> I, I know when to shut up. I, I mean, it. <laughs> I don't care if the house has nothing you want. You are going to acquiesce and let her make the decision. It's obvious. We are getting a house with a podcast studio. We don't have a podcast. We're going to have one. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is that what it's like being married to me? <laughs> I, usually the woman in charge don't worry that's a good thing Kat you guys we were dating for three months yeah. and I just didn't act bossy for three months yeah. and then all of a sudden it was game time I'm like we're gonna do this yeah. you're gonna have to do A, B, C, D but I think it helped because he didn't have a job he was living with his mom we and figured he it out had a lot of like debt no car I mean I was your savior oh you were I was yeah <laughs> now that I think about it and how long has it been now uh, it'll be two years in March. We've been married. Yeah. Well, so the, so the, uh, you know, accidental pregnancy kind of acted as a catalyst to him getting his shit together. Oh my gosh. Listen, that what, was it, was, what he it was the weirdest thing in the world where she gets, she got pregnant. And then the next day, um, it just like clicked in my brain. I don't know what it was. I went back to like an old company I was working for and, you know, got my job back immediately. Just, it just like, it was a switch. It was the weirdest. I can't even explain it, you know? Wow, this anyway. feels like a sitcom that Natasha and I would be involved in somehow. <laughs> hey, can you guys play us? That would be really funny, actually. That might be good. I like actually, it. really good story. I mean, it's, it's a great story. And now you have this whole thing. Look at this. You guys have a whole TikTok brand thing going on, <laughs> podcasts. Same. I mean, it's crazy. It really worked out.
Yeah, it really did. I also feel like your show is perfect for what we're going through right now mm-hmm. with COVID and the whole year. It's just such a nice, I don't know, when I was watching it, I was just- It's a breath of fresh air. I was just watching. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was laughing, enjoying myself, playing with the baby. It was just a nice- something nice to watch on the television. That's what a lot of people have, like everyone who like texted or like, you know, tweeted about the show. Everyone's like, thank you so much. I need to stop crying and start laughing. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I mean, I'll take it. (laughs) Definitely the most positive comments I've ever gotten about a show. Like usually, you know, people start trolling you and say this sucks. Like, I don't think I've gotten one this suck, but it seems to be people are liking it. Yeah, I, it's it's just funny because, you know, and so many times in like over, you know, both of our careers, you work on something that just you have to spend so much time on or like, you know, it fully just like kills you or it just takes a long time to get it going. And then you do it, you put it out there and then you have people like trolling you or it doesn't work out, whatever. And then this is the show that we just sit on our couch and laugh and it got picked up for a second season. People can relate with it. You know what I mean? It's just it's so real. This We've also all gotten used to the format. So it's like, you know, we're right. on Zoom and we can just kind of watch things now. And, you right. know, it's, we're getting better at it. And it honestly still kind of feels like you're connecting. So That's been- what I was going to say. I felt like I was your friend. Right. And I felt like you guys had these jokes and I was like chiming in like on my own. I'm like, oh, we're all so close. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it feels. It, it really, it's, it's so organic. I guess that's what's so fun about this thing in particular is it just, it's so organic. It's like me and Natasha already do this. Then we did it. Then we did it on, on stage. Now we're doing it on an HGTV. Now we're doing it with our friends. And now people just like are fully just loving it because it just, I feel like it's one of these things that's, it's truly like the most relatable thing I've ever done. You know, where it's like, you're watching just a couple try to buy a house and they're just completely ridiculous people. That makes up, that's why it's so funny. <laughs> but I just think the concept of buying a home, like everyone can relate to like looking at a house and like not liking that kitchen or under, not understanding why someone wants to, you know, keep carpet or whatever they're doing in these ridiculous shows. You know, um, on Discovery Plus, it's fun because we, it's like each episode is like around 24 minutes and on HGTV it had to be 21 minutes. But what's really fun is when, the show goes kind of off the rails and like Chelsea will just like start making fun of the time that I crashed her car, you know, five years ago. And that takes up like 40 minutes or Whitney just is screaming about nothing for like an hour or JB Smoove just talks straight about something that's not related to house hunters or us or him for about three hours. Parts, I think they're just the funniest ones off script. I love those. Well, because we haven't seen each other in a while. So we're also, you know, half catching up a little bit. <laughs> If you guys could watch House Hunters with anyone, if you pick anyone, who would you guys want to do it with? Oprah. Oprah. Oh, yes. I would love to do it with Oprah or Ellen and do it with the homes that they flipped. Or just like people who have like, they're, they're used to such high standards. Ellen would be perfect because she flips homes and she probably has such exquisite taste that yeah. like she really ripped, ripped on these people's house. It, it would just be so great to see her trying to not be a complete snob. <laughs> her closet is nicer than her house. Her closet's got a botanical garden behind it. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's insane. Yeah, she famously was like flipping homes like nonstop. She flipped like so many homes in Ojai. Then she made it into Montecito. And she's just done these amazing um, renovations. She just bought Dennis Miller's house. And I think she's probably going to renovate that. So being on Discovery Plus, which is why we really wanted to be on the new streaming platform is because we can be a little more, uh, how can you say, like more like a comedy club, you know, like it actually is unfiltered. Like they're not, we don't have to go through as many censors and standards and practices. So 
it's a little more fun for us, um, you know, to just say whatever the f- we want. So yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. What are you? What would you guys consider some of your most memorable moments from you watching House Hunters? There was one where this couple, this poor couple, they they bought a place in Joshua Tree that was like like such a massive project it didn't even have like walls and it was just like a you know just crazy and then they the house hunters episode was old and me and dan were just like they are never gonna you know restore this and then five years later cut to now i'm driving in joshua tree and i see it's still under construction i passed it and i'm like oh my god it's that episode is from five years ago and they're still like trying to work on the it was like kind of a castle. I mean, it was hilarious. And then I think we found it on Airbnb. They were, they were trying to Airbnb a part of it. Like the moat, like here, 500 bucks to swim in the moat. The tree house <laughs> in the backyard. And that was the professional roller skater. That was the guy. And I think my favorite, well, my favorite moment of making the show was when we were about to film and JB forgot to charge his computer. So we had to like shut down for like an hour yeah. while he charged his computer. That's the hardest thing about the show, honestly. The only issue is that you have a bunch of comedians who have to run the tech side of it. And as you guys saw earlier today, it's not super easy. So, so many times it's like, wait, like, you're not wearing AirPods now, or wait a minute, nothing's plugged in, or you're back, your your computer's fully dead. Um, but I really like the couple in Austin uh, who are looking for that mid-century home, and the guy had the crazy facial hair. And I remember the producer Brian Lando like kept going in her ear, being like, "Okay, guys, stop being mean to the mustache man. Stop being mean to the mustache man." <laughs> it's like it's not my fault. He. <laughs> it was like comedian bait it just like oh, yeah. appearing on the screen and we were like we can't not talk about He's this foaming at the mouth like <laughs> i mean he looks like a circus act we can't stop talking about him and what would you look for in a house if you were on the show i always look for like acreage like whatever has the largest amount of land mm. to me or you know i mean within reason but if I, I just feel like that affords you so much and there's so much you know, just the feeling of space and oasis in your home. Mm-hmm. And also I really like, you know, historic things. So if like there's windows that haven't been switched out for like, sure. you know, when someone just re- renovates in the nineties and then just tries to sell that as everything upgraded, I would feel so bad tearing out things that have just been restored, you know, just yeah. been renovated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same with me. I, I, I would just look for like good bones, like, like lots of square feet. I, I, I hate that term. So that's what I was trying to describe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Cause they say that. So I don't, I hate to be the person who's like, I'm looking for good bones, but I do think when you, the biggest, my biggest issue with the show is that I feel like most of the couples don't see the potential in some of these homes and they, and they, they prefer like a done house from 2006 Versus like yeah. a complete fixer that has so much more potential than that, you know, terrible open concept that they're going for, you know? So I just feel like for me, it's all about, especially being in LA, like the idea of a lot of like, gosh, saying like acreage, outdoor space, space to entertain, you know, when the pandemic's over. But one thing I would take away from house hunters is I feel like you're a key is to have a good real estate agent because so many of the realtors on house hunters are just not even, not even professional. Like there was that one episode in, in Waco where that real estate agent was, was six years old. And that was very confusing. <laughs> what? Wait, I didn't see that one. He was just really young. <laughs> he looks like, a I mean, I, I can kind of relate. So that's okay. Yeah. He looked younger than you, which seems crazy. He looked younger <laughs> than your baby. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite comedian that you've done it with so far? 
You mean who did the best? (laughs) (laughs) Basically what I'm asking. (laughs) Actually, the way that we just listed everyone, that was the order in which we think. No, I mean, honestly, like, I I hate to, I hate to say it, but you know, me and Natasha are the funniest ones on the show. I mean, (laughs) if you said anything else, I I would. Yeah, you carry the, the weight of the show. So we usually ask HGTV design experts this question, but you guys are comedians. So we want you guys to weigh in on design trends and tell us whether they are totally out of style or whether you think it's just timeless. It'll be here forever. Here to stay. Yeah. So this is Defend the Trend, granite countertops. So we've all seen this on a million house hundred episodes, um, but design experts are saying granite countertops are out of style. What do you guys think? I think like if something is granite and it's like natural to the house, I would try to restore it. But in general, I kind of prefer like a white marble-ish slab stone, like something like less variegated color, just whatever is like the simplest. Yeah. I For me, granite goes with like the thin tile backsplash. And I feel like that is out. And I, I agree with Natasha. I feel like the, the white marble slab is more, you know, timeless. Or right. you could get the chop. The chopper block, what is it called? The oh yeah, the wood chopper block. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I like, I like that, that one. one. That's a good one. I think that would make it timeless. Yeah. Oh, well said. Where can people listening to this find you, and where can they watch House Hunters comedians on couches and filters? They can download the new Discovery Plus app. The best of the best shows that you watch on there. Anything you'd want to watch on HGTV. It's great, and this season we have the funniest people ever. You know. Seth Rogen, John Mulaney, Ali Wong, Margaret Cho, J.B. Smoove, yep. Chelsea Peretti, Blake Griffin. It's amazing. If you want to check out some of the clips, it's all on my Instagram at Dan Levy Show. Check out my podcast that I do with my husband, Moshe Kasher, the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Uh, we give relationship advice. Uh, we are not trained professionals. Uh, and uh, we also listen to your dark, dirty secrets. So check us out. We're even on YouTube, the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Well, this has been so fun, you guys. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Dan and Natasha, for being here. We really loved interviewing We appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for doing this. That was an awesome interview. I really liked that. They were funny. Yeah, they are funny. Like funny, funny. But you were funny, too. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> guys, I'm going to be on SNL one day, and I'm going to remember this moment. Yeah. And I'm going to use it in one of my SNL skits. Hey, so um, do you want to play a game? What? Okay, so you know how you've got the voiceovers on House Hunters? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find it very soothing. Do you know Andromeda is the name of the woman who does the voiceovers? Are you serious? House Hunters, yeah. Did, I just, did we just get our next child's name? <laughs> Boy or girl, Andromeda is it. You know, you know how like they always have like the crazy, the weird jobs and it's like, it makes no sense how they're buying the house? It's, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of like us. Yeah. Like it's TikTok. What we, the fuck? We actually met our neighbor yesterday. And he was like, yeah, what do you guys do? And we both looked at each other. Like, uh, how so do we, sketchy. How we didn't do we, even know yeah. what to say. He probably thought we were like spies or something. He's like, Whoa, these neighbors he's, are weird. He's probably thinking like, man, I won't, I won't see them here in three months. <laughs> Anyways, so um, let's play a game. Uh, you're going to impersonate. We're going to see who can do a house hunter voiceover better. Okay. okay. So you're going to do this first line and then I'll do the second one and then we'll see who does it better. We'll let the audience decide. So I'm going to do it. Maybe I should do it pretending to be you. And you um, can pretend to be me. Okay. No, I think no, just no, no. go for your... I, I'm no, gonna, no, I already have a no, voice in I, mind. I, I have a voice in I mind. I am going to pretend to be you, okay? All right, you can, but I'm going to win because mine's funny. Okay, do yours first then. 
No, you go first. You go first. No, you. Michael, go first. <laughs> Yay. You guys don't understand we're actually so competitive. So this is real. Like, like I, I actually want to win this game. I'm starting to sweat again because it's time <laughs> Ready? to bring my A Kay. game. Okay, here we go. go. Marcus is an aquarium firefighter and Elizabeth is a crash test dummy. They're looking for a penthouse condo in rural Kansas that has a private elevator and no dishwasher. Their budget is $1.2 million. Million. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. They're looking now. Okay, just go. I sound okay, like freaking. I'm going to pretend to be Mike when I, I do this. I sound like Darth Vader. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, I need like a backwards hat or something. No, just get it. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> Alicia's a part-time puppeteer, and Brad, well, he's a stay-at-home dad to their geriatric goldfish. They need more help than you'd think. They're looking for a two-story home in downtown Minneapolis with a pool and a guest house. Their budget is $2.4. A million dollars. Did not see that coming. Am I right, folks? <laughs> You're so good. I love you. You win. The crown is yours. Yes. Be, on, be on your way. I think we all know who, who the loser is. Who the winner is. The and loser She's talking is. to you right now. <laughs> well, either way. That it was, was a, a good shot. That was a fun. It was a, you really tried hard. I tried so hard. I, you really, you went out there, you performed, and it was, it was excellent. So. Yes, yes, I did. So let's, let's get back to it. Yeah. HGTV to the rescue, you guys. It's time for one of our favorite segments where we rescue HGTV. <laughs> they need a little help, folks. And that's why it's up to me. <laughs> You're so crazy. I love you. All right. So this week, one of our faves, Jasmine Roth, mm. is answering a question from Ty. And Ty is asking, we just bought a home in our dream neighborhood, but the curb appeal of our house needs major help. I am overwhelmed and don't even know where to start. What are a couple of quick fixes that we can make so that I don't cringe every time I pull in the driveway? Oh, I don't want him to cringe. I don't want him to cringe either. Ty, Ty, Ty. Have I got some help for you? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what though I feel like that's a really common problem and I don't think that you should beat yourself up about it too much there are a few things you can do quickly that um, will make your house not only feel welcoming but make it feel personal and like it's yours so I think uh, the first thing you can do is look at the actual house the color of the house and see if you can paint it I know that that might not be like the cheapest thing to do, but it's literally the thing that will give you the most bang for your buck. If you can paint the house, you don't have to do it yourself. You can hire someone to do it or do it yourself. It will make, I promise you, a huge difference. And it'll just make it feel fresh and clean and new. If you can't paint the house, the other thing that I would say to spend a little bit more money on is landscaping. So depending on where you live and what season you're in, there's probably different things you can do to just kind of spruce up your landscaping, get rid of any plants that are overgrown. Okay, just because a plant is big doesn't mean it's nice. And so there are plants that expire. And if a plant has reached its expiration, get rid of it because your house is never going to feel new with old plants. So you can kind of clear everything out. And even if you don't put new plants in right away, at least 
it's clean and nice and ready for whenever you do decide to kind of update and add new plants. The other thing that I'd recommend is just the accessories. Okay, so look at your house number, look at your mailbox. These are things that can be so inexpensive, but if you can even just spray paint them, take down what you already have, put a fresh coat of paint on them, put them back up, that can also make a huge difference. Honestly, I could talk about curb appeal and the exterior of the house all day, <laughs> but I don't think you want me to do that, but that's a great place to start. Good luck. a great response yeah i really enjoyed it and i also love her name jasmine it's nice like the movie aladdin yes yeah okay anyways so you've showed us a whole new world (laughs) thank you 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 can can catch jasmine oh sorry that's okay sorry yeah do you want this to be your podcast yeah guys welcome to cats nope 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 you can watch jasmine (laughs) on her newest show (laughs) help i wrecked my house on hgtv that was such a fun episode. Huge thanks to Natasha Legero and Dan Levy from House Hunters. And this is a mouthful, you guys. But remember, just imagery, comedians, on couches, unfiltered, just a bunch of funny people. Just yeah, they're just talking about House Hunters. Having a laugh. Yeah, it's kind of like what you would say in the privacy of your home with your friends. But, um, you know, we get off topic so easily. This right. You were literally saying thank you to have for them joining us. And then we just go on the spiral. Oh, uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, <laughs> if you haven't already, go ahead and settle, settle in. in to binge the whole season on Discovery Plus. Also, huge thanks to Jasmine Roth for her help on today's HGTV to the rescue. Yeah. If you want to ask HGTV stars your own question, hit us up on the HGTV Instagram account and just look for our post on Thursdays. And as usual, if you like what you're listening to right this very second, please hop over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review HGTV Obsessed. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss a single episode. We love you guys. We bid you adieu. We bid you adieu. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. I'm just going to go with a deep voice, okay? Marcus is a part-time puppeteer, and Brad is a stay-at-home dad to their <laughs> geriatric company. No. No. All right, I'll take I over. I read the line. That's f- funny. What <laughs> <laughs> is a geriatric goldfish? <laughs> That's beautiful. It's the oldest one in the bowl. <laughs>